Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. And let's move on to another prize because it is prize season in the book world. Although nothing beats, uh, you know, the glamour that there used to be when these prizes were announced. But the greatest prize, it is allegedly the greatest prize in English literature, is the Booker Prize. And the long list for the Booker Prize has been announced. And the first thing that I look for is, is there anything from Africa? Uh, Where are our African writers? And of course, South Africa has won the Booker Prize twice. Um, but not for quite uh, for quite a while. But I've got clips from two Booker Prize long-listed books because they are by African writers. One of them is Sitsi Dangaremba, and uh, she was arrested yesterday in Zimbabwe, and hopefully she's out of prison by now. Is Maza Mengista. So it is. Uh, it is really interesting. Uh, that book is set in 1935 Ethiopia. And The Shadow King is the title of the book that has put her onto the long list, tells the story of recently orphaned Hirat, who struggles to adapt to her new life as a maid. And she's got a new employer whose name is Kadami, an officer in Emperor Haile Selassie's army. And he rushes to mobilize his strongest men before the Italians invade. And history will tell us that the Italians, of course, did invade. And Hirat and the other women long to do more than care for the wounded and bury the dead. Here is a reading from the Shadow King. Saturdays with Jenny. Hana, Maaza, Ainadis, Debru, Yodit. Ililta, Ababa, Kurdist, Belainish, Meskerem, Nunu, Tigist, Sehai, Beza, Saba, and a woman simply called the cook. Hirut murmured the names of those women as the students marched past, each utterance hurling her back in time until she was once again on ragged terrain choking in fumes and gunpowder, suffocating in the pungent stench of poison. She was brought back to the bus, to the present, only after one old man grabbed her by the arm as he took a seat next to her. If Mussolini couldn't get rid of the emperor, what do these students think they are doing? Hirut shook her head. She shakes her head now. She has come this far to return this box to rid herself of the horror that staggers back unbidden. She has come to give up the ghosts and drive them away. She has no time for questions. She has no time to correct an old man's pronunciation. One name always drags with it another. Nothing travels alone. From outside, a fist of sunlight bears through the dusty window of the Addis Ababa train station. It bathes her head in warmth, and settles on her feet. A breeze unfurls into the room. Hirut looks up and sees a young woman dressed in Ferenc clothes push through the door, clutching a worn suitcase. The city rises behind her. Hirut sees the long dirt road that leads back to the city center. She sees three women balancing bundles of firewood. There, just beyond the roundabout, is a procession of priests where once, in 1941, there had been warriors, and she one of them. The flat metal box, the length of her forearm, grows cool on her lap, lies as heavy as a dying body against her stomach. She shifts, 
and traces the edges of the metal, rigid and sharp, rusting with age. Somewhere, tucked into the crevice of this city, Etre is waiting two days to see her. He is sitting at his desk in the dim glow of a small office, hunched over one of his photos. Or he is sitting in a chair drenched in the same light that tugs at her feet, staring toward his Italia. He is counting time, too, both of them tipping toward the appointed day. Hiro stares at the sunlit vista pressing itself through the swinging doors. As they start to close, she holds her breath. Well, there we go. That was from The Shadow King by Mazen and Gister, and that book is widely available. And, um, and my fingers are crossed that one of these two authors makes it to the shortlist. So let's go now to a little closer to home, and Zimbabwean writer, and it's Sitsi Dangaremba, and she's just also been nominated um, as um, a contender for the long, well, she is on the long list for the Booker Prize. And the nod is for the third novel in her trilogy, This Mournable Body. It's very very, very well known. And she returns to the protagonist of her acclaimed first novel, which was um, Nervous Conditions. But what it is, what the Zimbabwean writers seem to be doing at the moment, and all of them that I've come across are female, um, is examining how the hope and potential of Zimbabwe itself has been, has basically been betrayed. And she uses a young girl and a fledgling nation and how the hope and potential um, can sour over time and become a bitter and floundering struggle for survival. So that's what's put her onto the long list for the Booker Prize. And let's listen to a reading from this mournable body. The floor out in the hall is shiny, though it is made of cement and not of cow dung. You wrote tourist brochures at the advertising agency you walked out of many months ago. The tourist brochures you composed said your country's village women rub their cow pet floors until they shine like the cement floor. The brochures lied. There is no shine in your memory. Your mother's floors never shone with anything. Nothing ever glittered or sparkled. You pad away from the wash basin to pull your wardrobe door open. The fish bloats to the size of a hippopotamus in the oily white paint that covers the wardrobe's wooden paneling. You turn away, not wanting to see the lumbering shadow that is your reflection. At the back of the cupboard, you find your interview skirt, the one you bought when you had cash to purchase an approximation of the fashion spreads you mold over in magazines. You loved the pencil skirt with its matching top. Now squeezing into it is a major assault on the pachyderm. The zip bites at your skin with treacherous teeth. Matron May has organized this interview that you are dressing up for. It is with a white woman who lives up in Borrowdale. You are concerned there will be blood on your skirt, but it clots quickly, like the line of red on the top of your foot. Gertrude and company clatter down the corridor. You wait until the babble of young women going to breakfast dies away before you step into the hall. You people! Yes, you! The cleaning woman mutters, just loud enough for you to hear. Always coming down to make more mud before this floor's dry. She curves out your way and her bucket clangs against the wall. Filthy froth slops out. Has my bucket done anything to you? She hisses under her breath at your back. 
Good morning, Mrs. May. You call. Your matron at the reception desk in the hall is pink and powdered. She looks like a large, fluffy cocoon. Good morning, Tambuzai. She answers, looking up from the crossword in the Zimbabwe clarion, which lies in front of her on the desk. She smiles as you respond. How are you this morning, matron? I hope you slept well, and thank you for everything. Today's the day, isn't it? She says, good humor deepening at the thought of a life without battling the board on your account. Well, good luck. Remember to mention me to Mabel Riley. She goes on. I haven't seen her properly since she left school, and then we both went off and got married and got busy with our families. Do tell her I said hello. I spoke to her daughter, and she was quite sure you'll work something out about the cottage. You recoil from the matron's enthusiasm. She leans in, mistaking the gleam in your eye for appreciation. You feel it, yet you are not sure yourself what this glow means, whether it is proper. Or whether it is something that you are daring. Well, isn't it interesting that in that particular clip they talk about Borrowdale Prison, and that is where Sitsi、uh, is at the moment, unless she's been、uh, bailed out. I have no idea whether she has done or not. But anyway, the title of the book,、uh, "This Mournable Body" by Sitsi Dangaremba, and it is published by Jakana, and it is widely available. And her books are selling internationally, so there is something so interesting going on about、uh, Zimbabwean writing at the moment, and I. I know of another book that is due to be published any day now that I just cannot wait to to get hold of, and、uh, and we definitely will be featuring it on the show. Well, let me give you the details of that book again. This Mournable Body by Titsi Dangarema, and published by Jakana, and it is widely available. Saturdays with Jenny, nine to eleven a.m. on Kaya FM. 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.